Welcome back to Solid Steps Radio. Chad Russell, Kurt Souter. We are a show for men by men, talking about things from a man's perspective. And we're talking today about uh, divorce and uh, approaching it in from a preventative matter, which we've talked about the last two segments. And if you want to hear those two segments and the rest of the show, if you can't hear all of it, uh, Facebook, SoundCloud.com or iTunes, just type in Solid Steps Radio and you'll be able to see us and hear our podcasts, which are posted on Mondays. So any of our shows, we've got a ton of shows, and uh, but also uh, you can go to furtherstoneministries.org and click on the mic and, uh, and do that as well. So Damien, if you were talking to guys right now who it's maybe not even anchored deeply, but they're, they're thinking about divorce or maybe they're in the middle of it, what would you, having gone through it, what would you counsel them to do? Definitely, it has to be rooted in their relationship with God. To walk through the pain of um, a broken marriage or even a separation to maybe reconcile, uh, you can't do it on your own. This is, this is something that most men struggle with, pride. And um, the humility of coming before the Lord and say, Lord, um, I need help in this. Uh, I need you to fix this for me because I, I can't fix this. We, we can't fix our, our spouses. We can't fix other people. We have to leave room for God to do that. But mm. definitely counseling. Uh, I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't say that, um, you know, you've tried counseling. It, it didn't seem to work. Therefore, you know, I'm checking out. I think it has to be a part of your personal growth. Um, a lot of times um, marriage has to do with your, your own maturity level. Um, so I would say to guys, hey, you know what? Um, find ways to, to mature and grow up. It, even if it doesn't save your marriage, it, it will help you moving forward for the healing part. Um, I would say find um, men that you, you admire in their marriages, godly men. And, and maybe approach them and say, hey, I need help. Would you mentor me to be a better husband? Would you help me uh, to be a better man for God? Um, and, and also, I think, you know, this goes for, for the ladies, too, too as well. Um, I, you know, no matter what one person does, the other person has to be a willing participant in all this stuff. Um, you know, uh, I have friends that, you know, even if Jesus was married to her, I think she would have divorced him, you know. Hmm. Um, so I think both parties have to be willing to do the hard work of, um, of growing up, of maturing spiritually, walking with God. And, um, and, and start looking at what's best for the other person, too, as well. Some, sometimes I think we, we live this separate life in marriage mm. that is not about this oneness. And, and if this is to be a representation of, of God's relationship with the church, we better start living a, a more intimate marriage, not only in, in physical things that we do, you know, dinner and household and taking care of the kids, but also in, in prayer, in, in walking with intimacy with God um, together. It, this is not a, um, a battle or conflict against each other. This is a battle against the evil forces. Yeah. We the wrestle not against yes. flesh and blood. Yes. The, the enemy wants to destroy the, the best example of God's love for us. 
here on this earth, and that's marriage. He's, institution he's of marriage. coming after it. Tony, you're going to yeah. say something? Yeah, uh, just a couple things that I find myself repeating a lot as I'm talking to people when they're in that crisis, thinking that maybe divorce is, uh, is where they're headed. Uh, a couple things that I'll say. One is, uh, I absolutely, I, I do encourage people to seek counsel. I would say for this audience especially, seek godly counsel. You know, uh, in the world, if you just go to a counselor or even sometimes a marriage counselor, but they don't share your values, you know, it is an easy road out of your marriage to just kind of say, well, you know what, if you guys are unhappy, then check you know, out. Yeah. Why don't you just move on? And so I would say seek godly counsel. Um, and and I see people who come to me from other counselors because they're like, that wasn't helping our marriage. And, and uh, there wasn't just kind of a priority or a value on the marriage. So that's one. The other one is I, I say this to couples all the time. I say, hey, as you surround yourself with people, uh, the the divorce of the divorce the bum crowd is a dime a dozen you know you can find all the people you want who will tell you that the person that you're with is a jerk or a loser or she's uh, a pain in the rear end you know you can find all those people you want but to find people who are for the two of you that can support you to find people who are both for you and for your spouse mm-hmm. I think that is so key. Those are the people you want surrounding you when you're in crisis, not the people who are like, ah, you know, he's a jerk. She's a witch, you know, move on. Yeah, it's the old saying, uh, show me your friends and I'll show you your future. Right. And that's so true for, I mean, if we have solid married couples Mm. who are striving to live in that oneness and, and to be a team. And to function as a team and to have joy and, you know, the joy of the Lord is our strength. And we we have this community of people around us uh, and and we're we have a teachable spirit. Mm -hmm. And what you what you're saying, Damien, you know, I'm being coached and mentored and and discipled by other godly guys who can help me be a better husband while we're on the road to great prevention. Yeah. Let, let, let's talk now, uh, uh, let's kind of turn the corner about recovery because um, that didn't happen for you. And uh, how, how do you begin to recover mm. as, a, as a follower of Jesus, mm. knowing that you have a failed marriage and there's, there's folks listening who are in your shoes. How do you recover? Yeah. Um, most people who are going through separation and divorce, they've not done it before. So this is, this is a whole new world for them. Um, and, and I found myself in, in that place. Um, I, I did not know a whole lot of folks who've been divorced. And um, so, so where do you find help? I think that's a, the big question. It's not like, you know, we've got all these signs out there. Hey, you just got divorced. Come on in here. We've got something for you. Um, but there has to be this, this journey where you've got to figure out, okay, you know what? I need help. I need support. I need, I need to, to draw closer to the Lord. Where are you going to find that? For most folks, if you go to a typical church, it's going to be really hard to find that in your own church community. Uh, there's going to be a lot of questions. So find somewhere at least where you can, you can grow intimacy with God. Um, even if it's just for a time, you may just step out from your fellowship for a sec, you know, for a few weeks or whatever, and just go and worship. Don't, don't, don't minimize that, that, that part of the, of the healing process. I know it's an easy thing to say, yeah, you just need God, but it has to start with him, the intimacy with God. And I found myself, um, 
actually um, worshiping at another church on a Saturday night. Now I'm in ministry, so Sunday mornings are, are you know, busy. It's a busy um, day for me, but um, going to um, another church where I can just simply just pour my heart out to God and just listen mm. to his voice. Draw near to yes, God. Yes, yeah, because I realized that, you know, he knew what was going on from day one. Um, the verse from Romans chapter 8, verse 20, it talks about, I know, I know, you know, everything that's going to happen in your life. I understand what you're going through. And, and also, this is going to be for your good, for my glory and purpose, if you do it my way. You know, we know all things work out for, for the good of those who love God, who've been called according to his purpose. I held on to that verse because I knew even in divorce, God had a plan. I just needed to to listen to what that plan was going to be. How, how did you overcome the, the guilt and the shame and the feelings of failure? Yeah. yeah um, so I heard about um, a divorce support group um, at a local church here in town. And um, um, I knew that if if I was if I was um, giving advice to someone going through divorce, I would say, yeah, you need to go to a support group. So basically, I was telling myself the same advice I would get someone in that situation, mm. and that was humbling because you felt like you're walking into a place where there's they're broken people, and you're saying, hey, I'm one of those people, and that's very very difficult for mm. a lot of people to do, yeah, um, but. In, in that setting, you realize you're not alone. You're just, you're just sharing your story, and other people just listening in on that story. There's something powerful about humbling mm-hmm. yourself before God and yes. before man. Yeah. Uh, I think there's a verse that says, you know, humble mm-hmm. yourself, yeah. therefore, under the mighty hand of God, that he may exalt you in due time. Mm-hmm. You humbling yourself before God and before others and saying, I just divorced. There was a failure. And I, I'm coming for support. I'm yes. coming for help. Right. Yeah. And, and other people encouraging you in, in that journey and saying, you know what? You're here and we're here with you. That's powerful. Um, before separation, divorce, um, I was lacking in, in, my, um, um, in my desire to be in community. I think as a pastor, it's easy to stand alone and get, you know, and do things um, on your own. Um, but God was teaching me that I needed community. And um, in the very midst of all the stuff, that was part of his plan for my life, mm. um, that community. He and takes the broken mm. He takes the broken pieces through the body of Christ and brings healing. Um, I, I want you to talk about forgiveness mm. and forgiving your ex but we're going to take a break and we're going to come right back with it because you have to forgive. And we're going to unpack that. So we're going to take a break. We're going to come back in our fourth and final segment with Damian Chow. And we're going to talk about uh, recovery and uh, forgiveness and on the other side of divorce and how you recover from that. So uh, we also want to remind you, though, we had a podcast, podcast number 73 with Dr. Chuck Tackett, one of the best, most listened to podcasts we've ever had about how to divorce-proof your marriage. So on the other side of that, that is a great episode to listen to. This partnered with that one would be two good ones to listen to. So thank you for listening. We'll be back on our final segment on Solid Steps Radio.
Welcome back to our fourth and final segment of Solid Steps Radio. If you're just tuning in, thank you for listening. We're a show for men by men, talking about things from a man's perspective. And uh, we're talking today about divorce from a man's perspective. And we first three segments, or first two segments, we talked about uh, maybe preventative and, and getting to that point of divorce. But in the last two segments, we've been talking about how to heal uh, from the divorce. And uh, we want to thank our sponsors again, Carol Rogers, Carpet One, Ellen and Credit Union, Vision First, and Bright Star for partnering us with the show. So Damon, you, uh, you, you mentioned, I mean, divorce care, after you divorced, divorce care was critical. Yeah. Talk about that and uh, from, the, from the perspective of forgiveness. Yeah, yeah so um, divorce support basically is just you unpacking your, your feelings, your emotions, what's going on with people. Because there's a lot of emotions going yeah, on. Ab- exactly. But at some point you need now to begin the healing process. You need to get the tools and resources uh, to help you through take the next giant step in, in healing. And uh, I heard about divorce care. And again, you think to yourself, do I really need this? Um, but humility tends to say, yes, you do. <laughs> and, um, and, but pr- it, and the opposite is also pride <laughs> says, exactly, no, I don't need this. Right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, um, so divorce care runs for about 13 weeks, um, and, and it's all over the country. You can go on div- divorcecare.com. Com or dot org. I, I'm not exactly okay. sure. <laughs> Google. Google. There you go. <laughs> and type in your um, your zip code. It tells you the closest location um, where where this can happen. But it deals with issues like anger, um, loneliness. Um, talks about community, new relationships, parenting, kids, uh, dealing with uh, finances, which is huge because coming up from divorce from a two income family to now having to find a, a, a new place to live and um, with new bills and, and not understanding, you know, what the next step is financially. It really helps. Um, and and it, it's de- kind of designed, you, you watch a video um, for a little bit and then you break into groups and you kind of talk more about it, how that applies to your life. Um, but it definitely begins that, um, that, that healing process where you have to start looking to forgive your ex at that point. Uh, you can't heal without Jesus, and, and you can't really walk with Jesus if you're still holding on to an unforgiving spirit yeah. or bitterness. And bitterness. And t- yeah. Tony, I'm sure you see this all the time. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, that's that's uh, part of what really, um, you know, just impairs people. And, and then that is what becomes so toxic as they carry that forward. You know, uh, invariably, either with their children or with their community or even worse, they get into the next relationship and uh, they just don't go through that healing process of forgiving their mm-hmm. spouse and trying to get their own relationship with the Lord right to the degree where they can move forward in a healthy way. So uh, I, I heard a story and it was a, it was a husband who was on his second marriage and he realized that he was such a jerk. <laughs> And so he gathered his present wife, his ex-wife, her children, and his children, gathered them all in a room and said, I am sorry for all that I have done. I, and he went to uh, eyeball to eyeball. I mean, you know, just looked at each one face to face and said, I wronged you. Would you please forgive me? Yeah. And there, so there's this, this forgiveness of of asking for forgiveness and it's also this forgiveness of 
um, I, I'm going to release this person. I, I'm not going to take hold of bitterness anymore. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> How long did that take you to do that, Damien? Well, you, you know, again, the Love and Respect book really helped me to to deal with some of my um, response to what was going on. Because I think, you know, with a divorce, it is a lawsuit. Um, the petition is actually going to the court and said, I'm bringing a lawsuit against my spouse. And um, so it's not a friendly um, relationship um, at that point. And um, but when, when I when I started to think about what's my next step, it had to be about my walk with God, which included which included um, my forgiveness of my spouse at that time. And I, and I wrote her a letter basically sharing, you know, some of my mistakes and and, and things like that. And um if we're looking for them to come to us and say, I forgive you, then forgiveness is not going to happen. Mm-hmm. Bitterness is going to seep in. Uh, so I think, you know, whoever, whoever you are out there, make that first step. It's, and anything else, it's going to release you from your past. So healing can really, truly begin. Um, one of the things I've learned over the years in ministry is to pray for your enemies, uh, pray for people. It's, it's hard to not like someone you're praying for, mm, right? Yeah. But I think, you know, as you're going through separation, divorce, it's hard to think about that person because it brings up so much pain and hurt. And, um, you know, it seems like the enemy uses that now to make us pull away and, and get all angry and upset about it. So um, I think what's important is to start praying maybe around that person. And I started praying for her family, the, the people surrounding her, um, and not specifically for my ex at that time. You, you couldn't do it. No, I can do it. I can do it, no. Um, but as time went on, I could pray for her. And, and today, even now, now I can pray for her. And you, you even mentioned in the break, Damon, you, you are praying for her yeah. and for her future she, Husband, yeah, yeah absolutely. Um, because I, I know what's best for her would be a relationship that's going to be God honoring. So I'm praying for for that guy too as well. And because I really want the best for my ex, and, and that's part of the healing too as well. Um, letting go of the past, mourning the the loss of divorce, mm. going through a period of looking at every detail of what it is that you miss about the divorce and going through each one and saying, Lord, today I'm losing that. I, I grieve the loss of, of that time with her or, or that, that time with the family or holidays or whatever it might be and, and begin to, to truly heal in Christ. Absolutely, yeah. That's yeah. powerful. Yeah, and two things occur to me as I hear that. Number one is just uh, hearing that shift from the frustration and the disappointment and, you know, that, that um, temptation to place blame out there to really letting go of that control, to going, okay, God, if I really care about this person, if this is, uh, you know, when, when you divorce somebody and it's a, and it's a Christian uh, couple, I mean, that's still your brother in Christ. It's still mm-hmm. your sister in Christ. And so how do we, how do we you know, reconcile that? Even, even with the divorce, we have to get to that place where we go, man, I, God, I want you to reach her. I want you to uh, be with her. I want you to kind of you know, bless her. And, and that's a difficult thing when you're dealing with all that frustration, all that anger. 
Uh, Chad, you were talking about that one uh, story in the break, too. Uh, why don't you share a little bit of that? Of oh, about uh, I was over a friend of mine's, uh, Jenna's best friend and, and her husband before he passed away. And I saw, I saw them having a conversation and it was turned into a little bit of a disagreement. And I was like, oh, I want everybody to be happy. Don't argue. And then he looked at her and he said something, not in a mean way. You could tell this was a seasoned couple. And he says, you're not my Holy Spirit. Hmm. And I never forgot that. I was like, oh my word. And now years later, I realized for most of my marriage, I've tried to be the Holy Spirit to Jenna. And I know what's good for her. I know what she needs to be counseled in. I know how she needs to be transformed. I know, and that's not my job. I'm a it lousy is. Holy Spirit. Oh, lousy. we are. Wow. Yeah. And I see that with, with guys so often, Kurt, where uh, they, they want to control or they want mm-hmm. to fix. And I think if we can really focus on love, you know, as, as Damien said, to really grow in love and to let go of some of those things and to let God be in charge of uh, our, our wives and, and their challenges. If we can love them, we need to be able to speak the truth in love as well. But to be able to kind of love and not try to control mm-hmm. that, you know, that's I always tell uh, people in my office, control is not fruit of the spirit. <laughs> Self-control <laughs> is fruit of the spirit. Amen. And so if you're trying to control something outside of you, you need to let go of it right now. Now, that's uh, that's powerful stuff. One quick question. Then I'm going to have Tony. I want you to pray for yeah. the guys that we would be men who, if we're gone through divorce or in the middle of some rough waters, that we would we would really fall on our knees before the Lord and and get the help that we need. But Damien, real quickly, how how long did it take you before you could pray for your ex-wife and ask God to bless her? I think it was probably maybe three years. (laughs) It probably took about every bit about three years. The the, the healing, (laughs) it took that long to heal so that you could finally love and pray for your enemy so that's what jesus tells right. us to do yeah wow yeah I, th- I think you know one of the things we can't do is rush the healing we have to go yeah. each step of the way and and let god lead us into that healing mm-hmm. wow yeah. no shortcuts damon yeah. tony thank you for coming in joy to have you and thanks for sharing and being vulnerable sharing your story tony would you pray for us please? yeah love to Father, thank you so much that you are the sort of God who meets us right where we are. And that is desperately what we need because we do not have what it takes to get to you. Um, uh, we just are not strong enough. We're not, um, we're not man enough to, uh, to be able to kind of climb that holy hill. And so we need you to be able to come and meet us. And uh, the miraculous thing that happens, Father, is that when you meet us, you will walk with us. And you'll support us and you'll carry us if we need to be carried. And so, Father, we just love that picture and we love that image. Father, we, uh, we also praise you that you are uh, uh, the father of the prodigal. <laughs> and, uh, and when we kind of get into these places where we know we're out of step with you, Father, you are, are just eager for us to turn and to come and to meet you. And so, Father, we give you praise for that, that that is who you are. And then some of us, Father, have been older brothers who have been working out in the field, and and, uh, your invitation is there every day, and we're working so hard doing all the things we think we ought to be doing that we are missing you, that you uh, are Mm -hmm. ringing the dinner bell and you're saying, hey, come and sit with me, and I'll I'll get there in a minute. I'll get there in a minute, but I'm doing all these great things for you, Father, whether that's in ministry or whether that's in our work or whatever it is, Father. uh, We are all prone to try to walk without you. And so we thank you that you are the sort of God who says, just ask. Just ask me to come and to be with you. 
just invite me. If you want this to, to be better, if you want this to be different, if you want to experience healing, just ask. And I'll come and meet you right where you are. Father, thank you that you are that sort of God. And uh, help us to um, uh, just extend that invitation to you, Father, to come and meet us and to walk with us in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 So thank you for listening, folks. Thank you, Damien. Thank you, Tony. And uh, we will uh, be back next week, and we will post this show on Monday morning on a podcast. So thank you for listening again to Solid Steps Radio. With every step I-